This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Melro 210, a quarantine sideshow of the We Hate Movies podcast, where we ask you to remain indoors, yeah. but, put, but put on your sunscreen. Yeah. Uh, as this is a this is a brand new week, it's Monday. Uh, those two days before, that was the weekend. I hate to break it to you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see that? And this is the beginning of what yeah. we're going to call a new week. They're going to have ah, to start spelling, spelling weekend like a W-E-A-K. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Trademark Eric Siska. Before I even mentioned him, uh, I am joined with my best fucking friends, Eric Siska. Hey, uh, Andrew Jupin. Yo, and Chris Cabin. Ahoy, hoy. And I am since this is a quarantine sideshow. I have decided to bring on the only person keeping me sane during this quarantine. My wonderful wife, Jennifer Carey. Jen, Hello. how are you doing? Pretty good. I talked over you already, so we're off to a great start. Excellent. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Story Uh, of my life. (laughs) Well, the problem is I can't steal your jokes today. Mm. Or I will, but they'll be right in front of you. (laughs) Yep. Oh, you'll get the glare. (laughs) Welcome to dead air. (laughs) (laughs) My my best friend and and ghostwriter, Jennifer Carey. I'm I'm bringing Jen on because she is a uh, not only is this a banger 90210 episode she is a Jackie Taylor expert we're gonna call mm, her absolutely Ooh. a true <laughs> aficionado got to bring in the big guns so she, and there's a lot of quick oh, question Jackie Taylor is she a reoccurring character yes yeah she comes back episodes right mm-hmm. oh, quite I'm a excited. bit she has a lot of adventures in the future <laughs> what, uh, what is the director's name because I know they used it was John Cassavetes obviously <laughs> I forget who what the name he used is though Dude, yeah it, actually it's, uh, that's right we're uh, talking about episode uh, seven uh, of season one perfect mom is are any moms perfect you guys Ooh, I wonder uh, <laughs> maybe we'll just fucking find out uh, I know I know some certain moms who think they're perfect <laughs> Cindy Walsh um so yeah this is uh it's actually directed by Bethany Rooney not John Cassavetes but it goes places man <laughs> and there's some camera moves in this episode we're yep. doing a lot and we're doing like video cam stuff, like you know what I mean. Oh, we're we just... sure are, are we not? <laughs> Those scenes that you would end at a certain point just to save the audience the embarrassment and like <laughs> hot feeling on their face. No, go for the whole thing. Yeah, this is there's some cr- we're posting some cringe this week on Nano Two and Oh, it was. I gotta tell you, it was. Uh, it was a rough time. <laughs> uh, so it's the early part of the series, so we're starting off. It's it's kind of like those episodes of uh, Saved by the Bell where we open up on a banner that tells you what the episode's about. It's like yeah. oh, school yeah. uh, Sadie Hawkins dance this week. It's um, talent it's- show. <laughs> did did <laughs> anyone? <Science Fair. laughs> 
<laughs> I wish it was that kind of music. Did anybody put? It's like "Breaking the Law" by Judas Priest that opens this. It's like, dude, it is some real like chunky guitar going on. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, a mother-daughter fashion show this week. It's like the, the, the random. I just here's the thing for this this high school DJ. What time does he get in in the morning? What time does he leave? Like when are his classes exactly? I think he's like a like a six a.m. to two p.m. <laughs> Got it. Uh, or maybe like a noon kind of a thing. I think he, really? sleep, he sleeps in the boiler room. I think. Yeah, yeah that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he's just like forty years old. He does not go to classes. He's just really good at it, though. What's his uh, air name? DJ Privilege. What's the <laughs> I missed it. Uh, oh, Steve. Before we get too far into the episode, you know me and pointing out stuff I noticed in the opening credit sequence. Mm -hmm. The other thought I had, and I don't know if anybody knows the answer because uh, it's probably actually lost to time, but isn't it kind of insane at this point? I mean, this is episode seven. Isn't it kind of insane that Douglas Emerson made the opening credits <laughs> as Scott? Like, what are we doing with that space? That is some hefty real estate that this kid has. It's, I mean, he has like three lines at episode max, right? Yeah. Well, there, it's, I think it's a holdover from their attempts to replicate the Degrassi formula, which they're hmm. still trying to do somewhat in this, um, these early episodes, which always had like a popular kids, like loser kids, like your uh, tier. And I think they were trying to do that for a long time. And then obviously they give it up uh, and I won't spoil what happens. Um, oh, oh, we all know. <laughs> we've, we've been talking about Scott's fate on, on We Hate Movies. It's probably for 10 years. It's uh, also in this episode, we get a lot of the intro moments, which is exciting. That's true. Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, you make a little checklist of like a little <laughs> yep. a lot of people are having fun in the credits that happen in this very episode. Mm -hmm. totally. I also find it insane how um, uh, Tori Spelling is so prominent in the credits when she barely speaks for like most uh. of this season. It's obviously to me, it always seemed like something. But by the end of the season, uh, Aaron Spelling was like, you better put her in the opening credits <laughs> oh, and she's yeah. going to be a main character <laughs> or this show is off the air. <laughs> You know, I couldn't help but notice that uh, Douglas Emerson got uh, billed in the opening credits there. You know who else could uh, get billed in the opening credits is uh, Donna. <laughs> you know, oh, mother-daughter dance. That sounds like we might want to meet Donna's mother. Like, who the fuck is Donna's mother? Look, buddy, I don't really care what you do with her. She just needs herself a SAG membership. You understand that? Savvy? It turns out she's Donna, Donna Jr. and her mother's Donna Sr. <laughs> Donna the second. I did want to say this before, uh, just to draw Jen in a little bit. Jen, why don't you tell us what your experience is with 90210? Because you're you're new to everybody. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so I watched the show. So the show was forbidden in my household growing oh. up, which is important to know. It was comp it was one of the most of the many forbidden television shows when I was growing up. Uh, so that okay. list is insane and varied. <laughs> it includes Charles in Charge. <laughs> Family Matters on there. <laughs> Family Matters was dubious. It was always ah. on the bubble, but because it was part of TGIF, it got allowed in. Sure, Why sure, was sure. it on the bubble though? Because he made his own visage into a robot. <laughs> I mean, that is forbidden according to. <laughs> scripture but it was mostly because um the it was rude <laughs> yeah, the simpsons was rude and the not simpsons allowed. is rude and therefore not allowed 90210 oh. is not allowed because most things about teenagers that was um were not allowed uh however my aunt who was um who was was a teenager at the time and used to babysit me very frequently was a huge 90210 fan and would let me watch it so i saw like dribs and drabs of it over my childhood 
And then eventually, when Steve and I fell in love, <laughs> uh, one of our first projects as a couple was watching 90210 on DVD. Well, that was because we watched all you when we I think when we met, you were watching Degrassi. Yes. Or you, yeah, when, I was doing a big Degrassi rewatch. So you, you drew me into that. And the whole time I was like, oh, you know, on 90210, they did it this way. <laughs> on 90210, they did it that And we got through Degrassi, got to the insane <laughs> series finale. Uh, and this is old Degrassi, 80s Degrassi. I've never uh, seen any Degrassi at all. Yeah, me either. It's so good. It's like yeah. this, but there, it's a, it's a little better written for sure. Oh um, yeah. It's uh, and like it it goes places, man. The, it goes the, a lot of places. The series finale movie schools out is fucking nuts. <laughs> what is it like aliens thing. and shit? No, but like characters die, and it's like <laughs> and like people go to jail for the rest of their lives, and you're like, what did I just watch? <laughs> So, it also this the final TV movie includes the F word. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's just fucking Tessa Campanelli, and I'm like, what Canadian shit is this? So can I ask? So Drake is in Degrassi. So does like Future or Young Thug show up in uh, 90210 <laughs> at some point? Well, that's Degrassi, the next generation. We're talking oh, about old. Yeah, I see. I when, see. when Drake's mom was in high school. <laughs> yes. Was it the 1950s Degrassi? <laughs> Uh, back with Ken. All right, so that that's our, that now we're back to where we are. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a fashion show. Everyone's walking around. Um, the first see, oh, we we start with Andrea Zuckerman, uh, like in the fucking chomping on her cigar <laughs> in the uh, in the editorial room. This teacher, Miss Rye, is barely keeping an eye on this class. This is like a that's free the, period for her, dude. That's why she signs up for this every year. <laughs> this lady has been sitting there doing nothing on various episodes that we've seen so far. It's the perfect grip for any teacher because I feel like a lot of teachers in schools, it's like, all right, now we really encourage the faculty to get involved in a club or advisory capacity in some way and she's like ooh perfect the school paper that thing fucking stinks and runs itself <laughs> exactly and you can shove off all the work on some type a psycho <laughs> enter andrea Zuckerberg. exactly yeah the kids at the paper don't care so much if you take a little nip from the flask every once in a while they think it's just part of the style this is what it's like in a real newsroom kids glug fucking J. jonah zuckerman over here. <laughs> so she's like giving out assignments and she's like oh who wants to do the mother-daughter fashion show and like and she's being shitty about it and immediately Brandon is on up her ass like nobody's fucking business yeah the first note I wrote for this episode was I will kill you Brandon (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah it is ridiculous and he's trying to like it's a weird like power grab here because he's throwing an assignment in her face that he knows she won't want to do. Yes. Just like she always does to him with various things like that swim meet from last week. <laughs> because Brendan is is very aware that she wants his dick. Yes. Yep. It's it's becoming always. very clear that he knows it. He's just throwing it every time he can get it. Yeah, no, it, it's this thing where like he it's his power over her, right? Like yeah. he knows he's never gonna give it to her. Mm-hmm. And he but he wants her to know that he knows. <laughs> and he wants <laughs> to tease her a bit. Yes. It's really weird because he's also like, oh, you know, th- why are you so dismissive, Andrea? I think you should cover this and you can learn something, right, Miss Riot? Miss Riot's like, what? <laughs> Oh, don't ask me, kids. You solve your problems together. It'll build character because yours sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does say it'll build character, which is like a fucking nuclear line. I, I, don't, I don't know, Brandon. I was sh- uh, shortlisted for the shortlist of the Booker Man. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what, man. I would rather cover this mother-daughter fashion show than the other assignment that's bandied about, which is something, something right about how Jim Morrison's a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, no thanks, everybody. So Andrea takes him outside, and she's like, dude, how many times do I have to fucking remind you I'm illegal at this school, and I can't just be bringing my family in and out? And he's like, oh, I didn't even consider that. You know what? Let me just throw my mom under the bus and have her. You can just join Brenda and my mother at the fashion show as a third wheel. And Andrea's like, can I? <laughs> and uh, yeah, Andrew, why don't you uh, come over for dinner as a friend? Why don't you come over for dinner as a friend? <laughs> the thing, she must have a diary of like, what the fuck is this guy up to? Like, does he like me? Does he hate me? What is ha- it's not even like pulling the l- little girl's hair. It's like fucking psychological mind games. Dear diary, today I continued slowly going inside. <laughs> and they never end up together at all? No. no. Not even but, a flame. They, they make out yes. at some point, okay. and then they're like, oh, well, that didn't work. <laughs> In a really annoying... <laughs> <laughs> situation. Look, and the, as many people like Jen could tell you, when you make out and say that didn't work, you got to push through that. Yeah, exactly. You really, Just yeah. make it. One day you'll end up happily married. <laughs> Two beautiful cats. It's the difference between a good salesman and a bad salesman, son. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we meet up with uh, Brenda and Kelly, and uh, no, I'm sorry, we meet up with fucking. Uh, uh, Ted Levine in Silence of the Lambs, David Silver. Dude, I, you know, and it's, it, here's what sucks is I think if you look at the track record, this is now episode 15 of Melro 210. I do have a track record somewhere on this show now of being like, you know who seems like a pretty cool dude is that David Silver. Oh man, you'll live to regret that well, statement. I want to put it out there. I was trashing him from the start. <laughs> well yeah. done, dude. You called it. And this is like they're trying to set up like a Porky's-esque kind of thing with him and Scott where they're like trying to like panty raids and stuff. But like when they're when when the main cast is older, you're like, ew. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone's just it's just kind of gross. Well, my Mm. question is, is this whole notion of uh, the video yearbook? A real assignment, or is that just <laughs> this dude's cover? I think he got a camera for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think it's like, yeah. What, oh, how can I bring this to school? Say, I'll just tell everyone it's for a video yearbook. Yeah, exactly. Some of this footage footage is like meant for his like private vault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's definitely a vault, by the way. And yeah, we we see through his eye. He's like, oh yeah, video yearbook. Oh, that Kelly Taylor. She's got the perfect bod. And he's like zooming in on her. Like Kelly's like, her mom's running the fashion show. We'll find out. Is giving out all these dresses to all these girls. They're like swarming over. She's the most popular girl in school probably. And it's just zooming in. And Scott's like, yeah, man, that sounds cool. And he's like, I'm going to sneak in to the fucking changing room. And I'm going to see it. Yeah, forget fucking Don Jr., dude. This is the actual Trump Jr., this fucking guy, <laughs> barging into dressing rooms. And then Scott's like, uh, I don't know if that sounds like a good idea, David. And then David's <laughs> response to it is, I think she'll get off on it. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. I, actually, the funny thing was, so, uh, Jen, you will appreciate this. Uh, for watching these episodes now, Chelsea's requested that I watch them in her presence so she can also relive the show. <laughs> and when that line hit, I just hear from behind me, ew. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's right. Yep. <laughs> now, come on, Scott. She'll love it if I drill a hole and put my uh, eye in it. Get my eye in the hole. Come on. 
I think it's also hilarious in that this initial filming scene because he and Scott are standing no more than four feet away from Kelly. And, <laughs> and he's just like, ah, yes, the elusive Kelly Tanner <laughs> in the wild. And I'm like, Kelly, say something. They don't even like acknowledge that he's standing there. There has to be some kind of like, ew, geek, get out of here or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, um, so like that—that's kind of David's thing. It's not even—I mean, the good thing is there's no real B or C plots. It's really one through line for the episode. Except we'll get to Jim Walsh when we get to Jim fucking Walsh. Yeah, we motherfucker will. man. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like you know, and Brenda is like, oh, uh, uh, Kelly's like, you know, come to my house later, Brenda. I'm gonna—that's where the really good clothes are. I saved the best stuff for you and your mom. It's gonna work out great. And she's like, okay, cool. We go to. We finally meet. I think we met Kelly's mom in like the one of the earlier episodes. Who is not uh, this actress, Anne Gillespie, um, who is playing Jackie Taylor, who is having anyone. Let's talk about the drink she's having because I'm not sure what this is. is it's this... a it's a pitcher of vodka. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. okay. lemon slices. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no doubt about it. The lemon slices cut it a little bit. I well, guess. And here's the thing, dude. You can't even say that it's like vodka tonic because there's absolutely no carbonation nope. in that pitcher. It's it's a famous Finnish drink. It's a uh, uh, gin and air. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no ice. It's just this huge glass, and she. She's introduced by saying it's her and her friend by the pool. And she's like, you know what? I think I finally got my life together. I think, you know, I, I'm everything's going great for me. You know, Don is in love with me, by the oh, way. Oh, Prince <laughs> Don. Yep. And she also mentions that it's finally filling up that empty feeling in her life. <laughs> which is chilling. <laughs> uh, Steve, to point out something that you've been pointing out since the jump with this show, and I never really noticed it. Because we haven't been to her house that much. Oh, dude. But Ugh. Kelly's house, you know what this is pretty much? It's pretty much the Power Rangers headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. It's amazing. It's my dream home. It's like if you were making like a like a C-level sci-fi <laughs> movie in L.A. and you were like, I need an exterior for some futuristic facility. You would use this house. Right. This is. It looks like we're uh, in Lawnmower Man where they stormed <laughs> to... Uh, that that was dude. End. That's so funny, dude, because that was also the same building they used for the Power Rangers headquarters. <laughs> oh fuck! Right, I think we talked about it on that episode. Jeez. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there are railings and portholes and silver doors everywhere. It's there gorgeous. are telephones <laughs> built into cabinets. <laughs> Jackie has not only one but two telephones built on either side of her bed. Ay 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 ay! We're almost out of clear liquor. <laughs> Dude, that's what this was missing, Cabin. Good call. We needed a self-aware robot as their butler. Rangers, you need to go to the liquor store. I'm a little tired today. Rangers. Rangers, I need more blow. <laughs> Rangers, uh, could you just be quiet for a little bit? I just, oh, my God. Uh, Zordon's got a headache. Um, yeah, so it's her and her friend. Um, and, like, you know, the friend is supportive, I guess, right? She's... Nina? She's a classic enabler, is I think her role. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and Kelly and Brenda show up, and it's that creepy thing, and you know it's creepy immediately, where, like, uh, this is uh, the first time Brenda meets uh, Jackie, and it's nice to be like, oh, wow, your friend's really pretty. She's like, Brenda, you're a knockout. You two must be lethal in high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're really dangerous together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, and, like, she, you know, Brenda's, in 
instantly enamored with her, um, obviously, because she's so pretty and like she's cool and like she's only three years older than Andrea, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> they give uh, Jackie Taylor this like monologue before <laughs> like we meet her and the friend and Brendan Kelly. Yeah. Like she's going through this whole like life is so good. There's definitely nothing dark underneath <laughs> it all that I'm repressing all this time. It's just so beautiful to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, That's whatever. why, Jen, you're totally right that Nina is an enabler. Mm-hmm. Because, like, how can you hear this woman speak and not think, like, okay, so I've dialed 9 1. <laughs> and when she finishes pontificating, I'm going to dial 1 again. I mean, whenever someone says they're content, that, that's a red flag. They're not, they're not content. Guaranteed Especially- lie. Finally content. That's real bad. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> this is it. Like she's like, oh and all all the all those mistakes, those were just lessons. <laughs> oh yeah. I finally stabilized. That's great. Um she I do think that uh Angel Espy does a good job in this episode. She's a pretty good actress. She's uh, awesome, she's man. Yeah, I'm very good. Uh, she had some she had to run on Deep Space Nine, it seems. Oh. Yeah, she was like some nurse or some shit. I I don't recall her, and I'm I'm well almost done with my uh, DS9 watch. She's had a, a very successful second career as an Episcopalian priest. Is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wow, She's currently wow. an associate pastor at an Episcopalian church in Virginia. Oh, that's something. <laughs> she, yeah. Apparently, I was looking Which at... we might visit when the band lifts. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> my yeah, first dude, order it's... of business is driving on down there. Dude, it's like going to Graceland. <laughs> we got to score that interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She, I mean, I don't know when she became a, a minister, Jen, but she reprised this role on that reboot that came out uh, back in like 09 or whatever. You know why? Because I, I, I was looking at this today. I didn't know this because we didn't watch the reboot. And I watched like five to eight episodes. That show ran for a five seasons, wow. which is crazy. And That's B, a lot. Yeah. One of the main characters is uh, the daughter that they, they spawned. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the, the little girl. Yeah. Later on, she gets married to... Uh, she gets married to someone, and they have a kid, uh-huh. and it, what, that that kid winds up being one of the main characters. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember this actually, but I yeah, I wasn't like familiar yeah. with this show, so I didn't really understand. It, okay. Is- is the someone uh, someone we don't know, or just you want to keep a surprise here for us? It's 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 somebody's father that you don't know. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Good. Oh my god! It's real good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so so on and so forth. They wind up. Um, you it's know, she- Jim, isn't it? No, it's not Jim. Jim does not leave Cindy. There, <laughs> that would really Cabin, be. So- that would be By the way, Cabin, don't you dare fucking spoil that for me. Like, <laughs> like, I Cabin, mean, I can fucking smell you combing the internet right now, dude. Don't do that. Jim has wandering eyes in this episode. So he, it's does, he does. Um, so uh, you know, so Brenda leaves, and Jackie is getting ready for a date with Don. She is dressed, I don't even know what, like like a Frank Miller nightmare. (laughs) It's this fucking like low cut outfit with like fucking nautical shit on it. Nautical gold trim everywhere. It's leather. Uh, It's strapless, but she's still wearing black pantyhose. She's She's straight out of the club from after hours. Yes. And like she's drinking and like Kelly... Is like, oh, so when did you start drinking again? <laughs> and she's like, everything's great, Kel. Don't worry about it. Uh, there is a fucking really horrific line here where she goes, and this is like, this is the problem with the whole like, my mom is going to be my best friend thing. Is when that happens, 
then your mother uh, feels free to say things to you like, set the alarm. I don't think I'm, uh, what, no, set the alarm. I think I'm going to be at Don's tonight. Like, <laughs> dude, I don't need to know that my mom's getting laid. Like, that <laughs> nope. really should not be discussed. Like, just say, lock the door tonight and <laughs> leave it at that, man. Um, she, uh, yeah, so K- Kelly's concerned. And also good Jenny Garth acting in this whole episode, I think. She is Moving. legitimately great in this episode, yeah. For sure. And yeah, it, so you can tell she's really nervous about what's going on, blah, blah, blah. The next day, Jackie comes home, makeup is everywhere. And she's <laughs> oh, like, don't worry about it, Kel. Me and Don broke up. Cancel my appointments. <laughs> yeah, it's insane that she treats her daughter as a secretary or whatever because she goes through every single thing she was supposed to do that day, and you have to cancel, clear my schedule. I'll be puking yeah. and sleeping at the same time upstairs. Did anybody else catch the music cue? Yes, when thank it, you. It's thank like you, the, Kevin. It's like the fucking Halloween theme. Dude, Jackie. So you see Jackie driving a very boxy. 80s early 90s convertible which i fucking loved looking at that car driving it up their very steep driveway and yeah it's just like and i was like is she going to a haunted house what is happening right now the night jackie came home <laughs> or i guess rather did not come home because she's at don's <laughs> uh i really wanted to see don in this episode you know yep. i could have used it because you know why, dude? He's got to be like a super rich dude, but he's fat. He's got a skullet that's, that is in a ponytail. <laughs> well, she does say like, oh, yeah, I'm not even looking for sex. It's companionship, which means he's fat and bald for sure. <laughs> I was imagining like a young William Fickner type. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. I think you're giving Don a little too much credit. There, yeah, Kevin. maybe. That's a fucking spicy meatball right there. <laughs> so Kelly's really upset. We should talk about Brenda when she goes home from Kelly's the night, the night after. She's like, Mom, can I have popcorn for dinner? That's what Kelly's eating. And then, like, Cindy's like, well, I feel sorry for Kelly. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I, actually, here's the thing. I don't know what I'd rather want. A nice, wholesome bowl of, like, Orville Redenbacher popcorn or this Cindy Walsh Chicken Diablo special, <laughs> dude. Oof. I don't know. And, yeah, so she's like, oh, you know, uh, Kelly's mom is so great. She's so Gorgeous. You look like shit today, by the way, Bob. <laughs> I just want to, want to put that out there. And like she's she's like rattling off about how cool Kelly's mom is, all this stuff. And Cindy's like, well, I guess I'm not Kelly's mom then. The, the next morning, she's like railing on Cindy about something. And she starts screaming. And she's like, Brenda, why are you picking a fight with me? She's like, I'm not. Fighting! It's just that you're terrible. I'm just always amazed how Cindy Walsh will always take Brenda's stupid childish bait. Like, just let it go, man. Exactly. Just let it go. And partially, it's like the whole problem with Cindy Walsh. Many problems with Cindy Walsh, who I love dearly, uh, is that she just. What I always think when I, during these scenes is like Cindy Walsh needs a job. Like yep. she needs, even if it's a volunteer position, it's like very fulfilling for her. She needs something to do because she spends all of her time rattling around this kitchen, <laughs> obsessing over her ch- children's emotional lives. And, it's not healthy. And Brenda is is getting easy stuff with her too because mm-hmm. like she walks in with these jeans and a little tor- <laughs> a little torn under the butt cheek. What yeah. is this and, ass slash jeans thing? And they and they clearly don't. Don't fit her. They're like it's like skateboarding pants. You can fit another person in there. Jordash presents ass slash jeans. 
I love with the, I think it's the. I think like, S slash jeans are back. Am I wrong? Yeah, S slash yes. jeans are back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the stuff in the nineties is coming uh-huh. back in a big bad way. Better uh, get flapping cheeks out there. <laughs> I love Cindy Walsh screaming. It's like in the morning. I think it's the where I'm not yelling, fighting thing. <laughs> Brenda's like, fine, go fuck yourself. I'm late for school and my shit heel brother's honking the horn. And Cindy just screams, take a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. Listen to what Jen was saying, which is like, Cindy Walsh is rattling around this kitchen, cooking dinners for I don't even know how many people. <laughs> That's why it's always like, yeah, we could just have Andre and Kelly and whomever else the fucking DJ can show up. She's cooking for 12 every night. <laughs> well, absolutely. That's the problem Like with the, these types of families where they have to butt into their friends, their kids' friends' personal lives, is then it becomes a thing. And from Steve, what you've told me about the show this exactly happens is that house becomes the conduit for all these fucking boxcar children to come get two <laughs> two hots and a cot, you know? Like, it's insane. Well, but they're op- opening themselves up to it on their own. She's cooking, like, Minnesota portions in California. <laughs> That's exactly. Perfect I mean, way to put that. I would hope they're leftovers, but who knows? Fucking Jim Walsh might be housing a fucking whole <laughs> dish of chicken Diablo. <laughs> oh, geez, hon, you need another whole salad bowl full of chicken Diablo. <laughs> Uh, take this to school and give it out I can't fit in the the fridge Uh, so she goes to school um, and important to note here that actually at first I think Andrea is like I don't know if I'm going to do this Brandon the next day again maybe in her diary she came to some conclusion she's like you know what, Brandon? I want to thank you for humiliating me in front of my staff yesterday. <laughs> it was It's so important that I learn something that I'm taking down a peg. Also, I need more exposure, again, as a very illegal student of this school. <laughs> so, yes, I'll take up your offer to uh, do, the, do the fashion show with Brenda and your mom, if that's cool with your mom. And Brenda's like, yeah, no problem. He's so sarcastic to her in this scene. Uh, when she's accepting doing something he told her to do. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, he's like, oh, you want to be in the fashion show? I'm like, yeah, dude. And he's like, I guess that'll be like a learning experience. Like, that's what you said yesterday. <laughs> you said that sincerely yesterday. Mind your games. Problem? You got to keep... He, he's gaslighting the fuck out of this girl. Dude, this kid's like Professor Moriarty, man. I can't keep up with it. So uh, Brenda goes up to Kelly and she's like, oh, wow, Kel, your mom, so cool, so awesome. She must be so better. than." And, like, Kelly's like, yeah, you know, the Jackie show gets pretty tired sometimes. Like, what do you mean? It's got to be amazing with a beautiful mom who never does coke and never drinks. <laughs> Dude, Dude, this is so is... dense. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what else you need here, Brenda. <laughs> this girl is clearly asking, uh, you know, for a helping hand here. And you're just not getting it. And it's really embarrassing. It's, yeah, it's 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 true. Like she, she keeps like throwing things in, like, well, it's not that great. Oh yeah, well, sometimes it's not so fun. And it's like, you, oh, I, I, what? Do you have too many clothes, Kelly? Is that what you're so upset about? It's like, listen to my words and yep. intonation. No, no, yep. that's it. That's it. That's exactly the problem. Thank you, Brenda. <laughs> oh my fucking god, my friends. Oh. We gotta, we gotta not forget. Though right before that uh, completely uh, ignorant discussion happens, uh, we have uh, another David Silver sighting, and he is trying to score this interview with Kelly again. And oh my God, is he walking behind her, filming her? And he says that he has quote an incredible urge to sniff her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, horses. <laughs> 
No, it's exactly the moment of In Silence of the Lambs when Ted Levine is like touching her hair in the camera. Yep, yep, yep right at the end, dude. All he's missing is fucking night vision goggles. <laughs> yeah, when he's touching the when uh, Levine's touching uh, the girl's back, he's like, "Good, oh, good." <laughs> it's terrific, uh, and she like reluctantly is like sure because he's like it'll be for the uh video yearbook and she's like i don't remember ever hearing about a video yearbook <laughs> oh it's uh it's new yeah <laughs> yeah it's new listen we got to keep it on the qt because they're not going to announce it until may but man when this video yearbook is ready <laughs> video yearbook by brazzers <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> Uh, so, uh, she, she, he's like, well, you know, Brenda, uh, Andre, why don't you just come over to my house for dinner? Um, we, we finally get to dinner. It, everybody's here. Jim Walsh is kind of revealed in this scene. Like, <laughs> you don't know he's at the table and it's like, oh, Jim's there. It's a bad, it's what happens when you start a scene and you don't use a proper establishing <laughs> yeah. shot in yes. any way. Because like, we just start in on these close-ups of the kids talking at the table about the, the fashion show. And then they finally pull out like one or two minutes into the scene and you're like, oh, you're eating here too? I thought you were on a business trip. All right, whatever. Welcome to the episode. Uh, so it's, it's uh, basically Andrea is like, oh, thanks so much for having me. You're such a terrific cook that we're doing a lot of. Oh, sorry, Kelly's kind of being like, where she's like, oh, you know, and like Kelly's actually giving her good advice. She's like, you know, you shouldn't put mayonnaise in everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> great idea. And so she's like, oh, you know, you, next time, Mrs. Walsh, you can use fresh herbs. That'll help a lot. She's like, I'll take that into consideration, Kelly. <laughs> California is great... so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they want to use all these fresh ingredients? What the heck? <laughs> Uh, we, we can't miss also, there's a great reaction because Kelly gets home with Brenda first while like the dinner's being prepared. And uh, Cindy makes reference to the fact that Brandon is bringing Andrea home. And, and I don't I don't remember what Cindy says exactly, but it's something like, oh, his you know friend from the paper or whatever, Andrea. And they both, uh, one of them goes, Andrea Zuckerman, and the two of them look so disgusting <laughs> that Andrea will be joining them for dinner. Your brother is bringing home one of his guinea pigs. <laughs> I don't know. Every time somebody says Andrea Zuckerman, the, yep. the Z gets a special hit that I don't like. Yeah, dude, and I, I, I don't appreciate it either, and I don't know if the show ever deals with that in any real way, but uh, there's, I believe there's a lot of... Uh, anti-Semitism uh, <laughs> not being referenced here. Um, so yeah, we're 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 just we're enjoying dinner, and then like uh, Andrea is like the crown fool of this episode, just being like, "Oh, it'll be so great tomorrow. We'll do the fashion show. Thank you so much, Mrs. Walsh, for agreeing to do this." And fucking poor Cindy has to be like, "Fashion show? Oh, what man. fashion show?" Shudder. And like this is, <laughs> I mean, this is on Brenda, of course, because Brenda's always wrong. But Brandon needs to the night before be like, "Hey." Mom, by the way, I kind of like put you in a really awkward social situation that I got to prepare you for even a little bit. She gets blindsided by both of her children mm -hmm. at this dinner table. It's fucking crazy. Only one of them gets in trouble and I'll, I'll give you one guess who. Yep. And then poor Andrea has to just sit there and like, ugh. 
yeah. be in the middle of this family situation, which is the worst thing that can ever happen to you. Oh, Although I feel like, no doubt. Yeah. Well, Kelly must be like a pig in shit. She's like, I love these people's <laughs> tiny, tiny problems. Yeah. Oh, look at this squabble. Someone get, didn't get an invitation to a fashion show. Hey, hey, Brenda, have you ever come home and uh, found your mother face down in a pool of blood coming out of her own nose? <laughs> There's no syringes here. This is so quaint. <laughs> yeah, awkward dinner is, is more quaint than cocaine meltdown. <laughs> Uh, Cindy is destroyed. She excuses herself to clear the table. And Jim comes in and he's like, listen, I know Brenda's shit, but we got to deal with her. We got twins. I'm sorry. I never wanted twins either. I told you, hon, in the delivery room, we were going to have to point out the evil one and kill it before it was too late. You didn't want to. No, they're like, oh, you know, she's coming into her own. It's very different here in Beverly Hills, yada, yada, yada. And but everybody, everyone, everyone is, a, is like 10 feet away. Jim Walsh, though, I have to say, James, James Eck has some good acting with his eyes here because Brenda comes in in her, like, naive tone right here, like, oh, hey, what's going on in the kitchen? And the fucking look <laughs> that James Eck has shoots out at Shannon Doherty, mwah, well done, sir. Piercing. Uh, yeah, so like, you know, they, Brenda apologizes. She's like, you know, she apologizes, but then turns it around on her and she's like, you know, you are more Beverly Hills in Minnesota than you are in Beverly Hills, which I don't understand. She's like, <laughs> and you would be running this fashion show if it was in Minneapolis. And it's like, well, I didn't fucking know about the fashion show, obviously. <laughs> Mom, totally. mom, you're overreacting for me lying to you and making a fool out of you. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so Kelly comes home to uh, find Jackie totally. Oh, oh so she's locked out of the house. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> she's like using whatever handprint that is not recognizing her to open this fucking uh, the garage bay door. I think she makes some comment about how Jackie has uh, flipped over the deadbolt. Mm. Which you usually have a key for a deadbolt. I had a key for my deadbolt. No, in my house there was like a deadbolt you could only lock from the inside. Oh. Um, so Kelly has to go in through the, the doggy door. Where's this Which, dog? I know. Who's this dog? I've never met. I, when I said out loud, who is this? About the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hello. Who are you? <laughs> Uh, so she has to go into the doggy door. It's doing something for somebody. And, um, I want to point out, I like, uh, Kelly's wardrobe here because she's wearing, and this is the same clothes she had on, uh, at school earlier in the day when she was getting her hair sniffed. Um, it's like almost parachute pants, <laughs> like yes. just almost like they're, they're still like trim enough that you're like okay those are just some like baggy pants but if they were any baggier straight up parachute yeah. pants well, well yeah i but i don't appreciate the collar and the tags <laughs> she shouldn't be wearing those she comes upstairs jackie is dead to the world and she's like is this finally the day <laughs> she's just poking her and like she's like ah oh, what a day sweetheart we have a, a really bad like when jenny garth walks into the room there's a terrible close-up on like an empty bottle of vodka and a glass, and there's just like a music cue, like, yeah, she's very upset. She like takes her shoes off. She's like, oh, mom, blah, blah, blah. She calls up Nina and she's like, thanks for fucking nothing, <laughs> Nina. <laughs> Which I do love. Uh, the next morning, uh, and she actually says this, she's doing this throughout this whole episode. 
when she's telling Ke- Kelly to cancel her appointment, she's like, well, I have to be, I need to take the whole day off so I could be Miss Charming for you and your friends at your fucking fashion show. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know, there might be a middle ground here, Jackie. <laughs> also, Jackie, like, we could have found anyone to fucking stand there and read names off a card, okay? Like, you're replaceable, Jackie. <laughs> uh, so the next morning she wakes up, she's like, oh, five more minutes. She pulls out this Coke and starts doing it right in front of her. And I'm like, wow. Man, what's the it. story? Morning glory. <laughs> and again, she's like, well, I have to do this if you want me to go to the fashion show. It's like, well, then maybe take the day off. Uh, so, yeah, she's do- she, she, she does a couple of lines. She gets ready. We get to the fashion show. Um we see who do we so it, it's uh, we see Donna and all and her mom get what if Donna was getting dressed first <laughs> um, and like this is Donna's mom number one not Donna's mom number two who's she's kind of becomes a major character when Donna becomes yeah. religious later on oh, oh are you kidding really? me <laughs> yeah sorry guys yeah oh. <laughs> now then, what what religion. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she's probably not hanging out with Andrea Zuckerman. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, but that's like Donna mom number two. This one's just sort of a posh lady, I guess you'd call her. Uh, yeah. Kind of a posh straw m- woman. And, you know, we're just going through. We're looking at all the all the fun fashions. Uh, Cindy is happy to be at the fashion show. She's like, you know what, Brenda? I think I was wrong. She's wearing this crazy red dress. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. It is a high-necked, long-sleeved fully beaded red and white ensemble. <laughs> and the, she's loving it. Oh, she's loving it. And, she, and uh, Brenda's trying to convince her to buy it. And I'm like, where on God's green earth is Cindy going to wear this dress? Like, I don't know where anyone would wear this dress except to the set of Dynasty. So I really doubly don't know where Cindy, who never leaves her yard as far as I can tell, will be wearing it. Are, are her and Jim going to meet the president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an Emmy dress. It's a dress exactly. for the Emmys. Well, that's what they tried to do with 90210 like the, they did with the Brady Bunch, right? They had uh, Jim Walsh, he ran for president, and then all the kids moved into the White House. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and around here, this is where, like, David Silver's, like, videotaping all the moms and daughters changing. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah, he gets right in there with that video camera, dude. He's I got, don't know how he got past security. He's got a flimsy orange bag that, badge that says, video yearbook coming through. <laughs> well, and then some of the moms and stuff scream at him and stuff, but he's got, like, a humiliation fetish i think <laughs> yeah, oh definitely oh yeah call me a pig call me a pig <laughs> yeah you might even say he gets off on it <laughs> yeah uh so there's and, definitely uh, a fucking shitty cindy walsh backhanded comment right here because andrea comes out in the dressing room uh all done up and whatnot and cindy goes wow <laughs> smart and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, Andrea is a vision in brown velvet in this scene. <laughs> it's like oh, Tori no. Amos burlap sack. <laughs> brown <laughs> velvet. I just did it for a smile. Oh no, 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 no. She's very pretty. Just dust her off. Just dust her <laughs> off and she's pretty. Take the glasses off. She's a beaut. And I also don't understand why Cindy and Brenda's dresses are coordinated. Yeah. Uh, Cindy's wearing red and white, and Brenda's wearing white. Looks lovely together. But then Andrea's going to be walking out with them, and they put her in this shit brown color, <laughs> just so that everyone will know she's not part of this family. That's what I think it is. I think it is this sweet revenge. I think it was a deleted scene. Uh, someone with like a, a big like rack full of clothes comes up to Cindy and is like, and which one for your other daughter? And she's like, mmm, the brown one. <laughs> 
so uh, the, the, everyone's like, well, where's Jackie? We're going to start in a couple of minutes. Uh, Jackie is dressed like Harley Quinn's mother <laughs> at this point. I don't know what this fucking outfit is, man. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, um, oh, man, I can't think of the name of it now, Eric. There's a movie. Oh, is it is it kind of like the uniform that the woman wears in Trancers? Is that what I'm thinking of? Um, oh. Man, I, I, you know what's funny is I've seen like Trancers 1, 2, 3, and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> There's some action movie from the 80s. I can't remember the actress, but she's got like short blonde hair and it's in a uniform. Oh, man, it's going to bother me. If I can think of the, because <laughs> I can just, I can picture the poster, but I can't think of the name of the movie. So if she, it comes back to me, I'll say. So she shows up and David Silver's like, ready for the video yearbook interview? And she's like, I guess so, man. And, and Jack is like, I got to go to the bathroom. And Kelly's like, Fucking great. <laughs> she knows exactly what that means. <laughs> exactly. Also, and David Silver, uh, the most unflattering angle of all time while they're trying to do this interview, he's got it like in this extreme low angle. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, dude? He wants to make her taller, dude. That's the move. <laughs> oh! David's upskirt website needs some fucking material. What, what am I going to tell you? I also love that they couldn't bother to get Scott for this scene either. Yeah. Like again, to your point, why is he in the credits? <laughs> Cause Scott, did you notice this though? Scott is in the crowd. He's in the crowd and he's loving it. <laughs> he has such a good time at the show. Because I think if I heard the last name right, Scott has a sister and mother that are participating in this. Oh. Because he's like, they call them and then the, the mother and daughter walk out, and Scott is the only he's like standing, giving like he's doing a standing ovation. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. I'm 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 gonna have to remember that to see if these actors reapprise their roles for their grieving episode. I, I assume they grieve over him, right? Yeah, did they get these actors back for the funeral? Yeah. Dude, the Scanlon family is cursed. If we wind up doing this whole fucking series, they keep coming back in all the wrong ways, man. Oh, no. <laughs> That's all I have to say. A pox on that house. Ooh, they, yes. There's also this cut. They cut to a scene of fucking Jim Walsh and Brendan yes. arriving at the goddamn extravaganza. <laughs> and he says, a lot of women here. A lot of yeah. beautiful yes. women here. Oh, yeah. He's going nuts. And Brandon's like, yeah, I know, Dad. Wow. Dad, should we be wearing our belts anymore? I don't think so. Let's, let's just go free. <laughs> All right, Brandon, look, we're two businessmen from Minneapolis. <laughs> we just came in on the red eye. Hope I am definitely not your father. <laughs> Put my wedding ring in your pocket. Put my wedding ring in your pocket. Yes, we're no longer Walsh. We're Wilsh. <laughs> the Wilsh boys. Oh, them Wilsh boys hitting up a fashion show again. Uh, so... You want a Wilshy? <laughs> <laughs> I will not ask what a will she is. <laughs> Jim will show you. <laughs> Bend over if you on. have to ask, you'll never know. <laughs> so Cindy, speaking of Wilshes, decides to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. So Jackie is just doing coke. I mean, first of all... <laughs> I yeah, was screaming, uh, get in the stall. Yep, yes, I have written down here, a stall, Jackie. <laughs> especially if you're doing it at a high school event. Like, you know, we're not at the fucking Viper room here, lady. Like, a little, a little decorum, if you please. She's like, oh, pardon me, I'm sorry. I thought I was at a Motley Crue concert. I'll go in the stall now. I would understand if you needed, like, you didn't have the little mirror with you and you needed some surface to do it off of, but you had the mirror. <laughs> so she she's just blowing rails right on the fucking vanity counter. And Cindy Wall, she, she comes in, she, she, she interrupts and looks at Jackie, sees what she's doing, doesn't know who she is yet, and just goes, 
excuse me and walks out like okay bye you know in that situation too it's best to just play it cool like mm-hmm. i walk into public bathrooms and see people doing bumps all the time i'm cindy walsh like don't make a scene out of it like that truly or, it's or, rude it is frankly it, it's rude i agree or perhaps you might call it minnesota nice <laughs> she, just, she just yells like excuse me it's nuts <laughs> Like, she's qu- alerting, like, you shouldn't be doing the way she's doing this. Oh, yeah, she drives me up the wall. I kind of don't like Cindy. You're right. You're right, too. Yeah, the, the, the move is you quietly close the door yeah. and you come back later, or you just go to the bathroom. Yep. Yes. You just think to yourself, oh my God. <laughs> and if she had any friends, she could gossip about it, but she doesn't. So I think that's her problem. But just Important. yelling, excuse me, and then closing the door. It's like, what, what do you, that you, like, go in if you're yelling, excuse me. <laughs> Great point. Actually. It's a waste of an excuse, me, frankly. <laughs> uh, so, um, and Brenda's like, "Oh my god, you're you're about to be Jackie Walsh, mom. Prepare to be have your minds blown and fucking realize what shit you are." And here comes Coca Jackie, and it's like, "Oh hi." Well, Cindy at first is like doesn't want to be introduced to her. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, tries okay. to get out of it as though she could not bring herself to speak to this woman. <laughs> to it would shake be hands. Le- yeah, and it would be less awkward if you didn't just yell at her. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's why you don't do this. Again, <laughs> you just kind of quietly eat, play it cool. So the fashion show starts. Um, oh. This is crazy. It's crazily <laughs> lit. It's incredibly dark. Thank and- you very much. One of my notes. <laughs> Someone turn on the lights at this fashion show. Like I, I mean, it's just it's just a mother daughter. It's not a real. I mean, like and you know, obviously there's it's it's high end because it's Beverly Hills. But like this is nuts. It's crazy. Does this remind this you is of a any child's fashion show? <laughs> Thank you. Fashion show for babies. <laughs> Do you remember any mother daughter events like this in your high school? Uh, I don't remember any mother daughter <laughs> events. That's a whole other story. <laughs> They, uh, Cindy, uh, Jackie is the MC, the master of ceremonies. Uh, and James Eckhouse likes what he sees here in this MC, <laughs> let me tell you. Well, he says, that's a mother. And it's like, okay. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Brendan, do you think uh, they serve liquor here? <laughs> uh, I one on. When uh, Andrea Zuckerman comes out, he's like, "That whoa, whoa, that that was the girl at our house? <laughs> like, because he can't believe that he's, being like aroused by her visage, <laughs> he can't he can't believe what's happening to him, dude. He did not expect this. It is the start of his penthouse forum letter. <laughs> Can he I never thought he'd write? I've been waiting to do this all episode. Can I tell you the age difference between Gabrielle Carteris and Carol Potter, who plays Cindy Walsh, and James Eckhouse, who plays Jim Walsh? Less oh, than ten years, please. Carol Potter, thirteen year age difference. That's way <laughs> wow. uncomfortable. Like. Yeah. James Eckhouse, six-year age difference. Oh Whoa. Six, six years? years? <laughs> James Eckhouse is only six years older than Valley Contreras? <laughs> Holy serious. shit. Are you, that's fucking insane. That's <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever... I read it last night. I had to double check. Uh, oh, my God. By the way, Angela Espy, uh, no, no age listed on it, yep. IMDb. No, 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 no. She's no. a lady, so... <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy that this girl is... Uh, could you imagine... Anyone playing somebody's father who's six years younger than you? <laughs> Jesus. That's well, I, really insane. I, I think it's true what they say. Sin ages you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, he's bald. I mean, like, yeah, obviously, like, he looks older because he's a, he's so gruff looking and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, like, 
again, like Andrea, especially when, when Andrea comes out, by the way, she gives this like carry right before the blood splatter <laughs> smile. This is what I was talking about, Steve, because I think it was literally on the last Melro episode we covered on 90210 episode yeah. when I was like, dude, what is with that shot of Andrea? She looks like she's at some pageant <laughs> and it looks like something bad is about to happen. <laughs> I was waiting for the fucking pig's blood. Um, so, you know, whatever. And, like, this is when Jackie starts... She starts off fine. She's, I think she tells, like, one off-color joke about, like, uh, everything's for sale. Like, she's like, oh, the, these dresses are for sale, but isn't everything? And everyone's like, well, that's not super appropriate. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a, it's a Sunday morning. Right now. <laughs> Jim's well, rifling she, through his wallet. And she seeds into, like, all-out commentary where, like... To a uh, uh, mother and daughter coming like, oh, there are the the Witzensteins. Oh my God, what a bunch of dogs! <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, she's stunning, and it's like, I mean, I guess you have to keep it, you know, pepper it in some com- light commentary. That's what she's there for. But she starts to lose it a little bit here because the, the, she's like, can somebody get that spot out of my eye? It's right in my eye. Man, it is really uncomfortable when she starts yelling at these tech people. And she's got some line. She's like, oh, and of course they wouldn't let us rehearse the day before without charging us a full day's price for the rental. Forty dollars, get out of here. <laughs> But when uh, she starts like going off on like oh you know twenties over the hill these days and men oh, can be a model yeah. into their fifties, <laughs> it's crazy. She, it's wildly inappropriate. It is, and the ADR in this scene is fantastic. Oh, it's my favorite thing in the world. The first one is like someone from nowhere just saying, "I think that's a bit rude." <laughs> And again, like stage whispers, people. Let's not, let's not be yelling at this and making this worse. There's like 70 different ADR, oh my God. And they took the whole run of them. They took them all. Yeah, and she starts getting like the order of the models wrong. <laughs> people are just saying over and over again, Shardy said that. She doesn't even realize. Oh, no. That, I think, when when, when she's called, because she's calling for uh, Brenda and Cindy and Andrea to go out a second time, and they're just standing there like, uh, and she goes, you're not going to let me die out here, are you? <laughs> I was like, yep. And meanwhile, uh, Jenny Garth, uh, Kelly is watching, being destroyed. Again, good acting here. And Donna's mom, Donna's mom number one is just like, to everyone, and the girl is like fucking five feet away. She's like, She's on something. And it's like, yeah. Also, Donna and her mom, by the way, uh, only ones in this charity high school fashion show thing, just in these fucking bathing mm-hmm. suits. Are you kidding me? Did what? not need that on this. What if Donna was in a bathing suit? Wait, what are you <laughs> suggesting, Mr. Spelling? Just you know. It, just putting it out there. Uh, well, so- he paid a lot of money for some of that. So. <laughs> SAG membership. Remember what I said. It's very important. Well, that was funny. When we first get to the dressing room uh, and it's like, oh, this is Donna and her mom. Chelsea was like, oh, is that Candy Spelling? Is that like the actual mom? And I was like, oh, my God. Tori Spelling's mother's name is actually Candy. That's pretty great. In the later, later half of this series, Randy Spelling shows up. And what? I'm not the fuck kidding is that? you. <laughs> 
What is that? Some no good Nick son? Yeah, it's some brother, and he is horrific. They they try to make this kid happen, and it does not. And is he playing Donna's brother? No, he's just some kid like that. Like looks up to Steve Sanders, I think, in the frat house. Well, that's your first problem. Well, Um, yeah, they met at their. Costume club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Civil Kelly's... War reenaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's by the way, that's why Steve Sanders couldn't make it uh, on this week's episode. He was busy at his fucking clan rally. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Kelly storms out. For a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly storms out. She's destroyed. Brenda rushes after her and she's like, Oh my God, Kelly, I had no idea you had problems. And she's like, Obviously. <laughs> She says flat out, she's like, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. And it's like, yes, exactly, Brenda, that is your problem. Uh, she's devastated. They wind up taking her back to anything else on the fashion show. Because this is a, a, a nuclear scene. I don't want to brush over it. but it's- I mean, it's kind of funny because what we don't do on this show is make any kind of like recommendations about whether or not we'd watch it. I have seen a lot of folks online saying that they're watching us along uh watching this along with us which is really great i will say if you're not you absolutely have to watch this episode because this is one of the premier meltdowns ever (laughs) captured uh on film and it is absolutely stunning it never stops either it (laughs) just goes on forever there are less awkward there are less awkward lars von trier (laughs) yes I've had nightmares more like stage, you know, you have the stage nightmares like, oh, I didn't rehearse for the play. That worked out better than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, it's brutal. And because Jenny Garth is one of the better actresses on this show, uh, her reaction to it is like even more brutal. Yeah, because they, they keep cutting back to her getting more and more visibly upset. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I don't know, I don't know if it's Cindy or Brenda. Someone says, I think it's Cindy. She's like, uh, Brenda is like, or uh, Kelly is standing, like still just staring, watching this all. Uh, catch fire and burn down uh and cindy's like are you okay hon or something like that and she just goes no i'm not and it's like such a fucking great delivery yeah she truly is great in this episode right and then brenda's just like i wish that was my mom (laughs) (laughs) oh mom look how glamorous she is out of that stage (laughs) it's a kelly you get free cocaine (laughs) (laughs) so they, they go back to the walsh's obviously we're having ice cream or whatever the fuck Greatest cut ever. <laughs> and Cindy just starts in, well, well, my my cousin Carrie's an alcoholic. <laughs> yep, exactly, dude. It is like cutting from Kelly running out of the auditorium to cut, well, my cousin Carrie's an alcoholic. <laughs> it elicited two huge belly laughs in this household. She's part of some organization. Alcoholics, oh, what is it? What's that second word? Oh, anonymous. Anyway, she's got problems. <laughs> Meanwhile, the fucking idiotic... Donkey idiots from fucking the Walsh uh, boys are playing along the keyboards. I don't know. This is there has to. It's a B story where the the beginning got cut out because like what is this keyboard all of a sudden? Because Sydney shows up, she's like again with the keyboard, Jim. Really? Huh. He bought it from the guy that sold Gizmo to uh, <laughs> to that family in Gremlins. <laughs> Yeah, whenever he, keyboard. whenever he does it, Brandon goes like, ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry, honey. I bought this keyboard from an old Chinese man in a basement. 
And she's like, I've got a devastated young girl down there. And you're fucking around on this keyboard. He's like, oh, but it's, uh, it, Brandon's like, I'm sorry, but we're in Bossa Nova hell. And she like unplugs the fucking thing practically with her teeth. I think, you know, this episode mainly focuses on a mother-daughter fashion show. But I think the other story here is that the following week, uh, Brandon and uh, Jim are preparing for a father-son talent show. Oh, okay. Oh, you know? That would make sense. Yeah, do do a little, give a, like, Jim Walsh is going to, like, play a tune, and Brandon's going to give him a little of the old soft shoe. <laughs> oh, no. Sweet Jesus, please tell me I don't have to watch this, Steve. <laughs> no, but next week is a very Jim and Cindy-centric uh, episode. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... She goes back downstairs. You know, she's given more fucking uh, advice. Jackie shows up. She's more sober, more together. There, w- there is something I, I don't want to miss here because I think it's actually a, a legitimately nice moment. It's when the four women are talking in the kitchen uh, and they have this nice thing where Andrea is like, you know, Kelly, um, I think you are like the strongest person I know because like you're dealing with all of this shit at home. But at school, you carry yourself so confidently and you always look like you're having such a great time. And that takes a lot of strength. And then Kelly, it is a little like the Cindy Walsh backhanded <laughs> comment from yeah. earlier. But she's like, Andrea, I never noticed you. You're a very pretty girl. Like, so it's it's kind of it, shitty, but it's also a nice moment where yes. it's like it's that great thing. Um, you know, you, you can hope to see actually at like the end of high school when everybody realizes like it's all over and that shit kind of like melts away. It was kind of like that moment a little bit. And I was like, ooh, a genuine moment of reality on Beverly Hills 90210. Fascinating. Yeah, I thought it was it was appropriately in character for Kelly to say something nice while also being a little shitty because <laughs> yeah, she still yeah. knows she's got the upper hand here. No and you can also it. kind of see Andrea making a mental list of all the people she's going to talk to about this when she gets <laughs> oh, yeah, to school. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Andrea's going to write a story about this. Let's call it what it is. It's going in the story. Oh, she would win the like high school Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Cocaine Meltdown at Fashion Show or whatever the headline would be. I think Cocaine Meltdown at Fashion Show has to be the title. Mm. I I think she'll probably also include uh, that night at 2 a.m. when she goes to the bathroom in their house and Jim Walsh says, you know, you're awfully pretty. (laughs) Oh, man. He's got a little scotch, a little scotch and soda in his hand. <laughs> it's it's a television. Story. It's the television's on, but it's all like fucking white noise on the TV still sitting in front of it. Uh, yeah, under the headline, it's like Slee's father. <laughs> <laughs> Some story, Slee's father. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Peeper. <laughs> so uh, Jackie shows up. She's still dressed like a maniac, but she's more together. And she's like, can I sp- speak to my daughter? And like, you know, Kelly comes out. They, you've ne- they The Walsh, like Cindy, when she's closing this kitchen door, I'm sure when like they were buying the house, like, why would we need a door for the kitchen? She's like, thank God we got this. <laughs> uh, they're, they're the great, this vestibule is awesome. I love this kitchen vestibule, or this, door, this doorway. This vestibule of this house is like something you'd see in a mountain lodge. <laughs> I mean, it's massive. And, and, you know, Kelly is talking about like, you know, this is it. You've really fucked up. you got to go back to rehab. And she's like, you know, you're, you're, she, my favorite thing is she's like, yeah, I know it got a little out of hand at the fashion show, but you left early. I finished strong. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie pulls out like a, just a laundry list of classic alcoholic arguments yes. here about how I slipped up and you can't fault a person for slipping up once and yeah. blotted us so on. And like Kelly's just heard it before. <laughs> Not having it. We don't see 
in the the fashion show like is there anyone else to take wrestle the microphone away from this lady like to do like all right that was jackie taylor everybody well, anyways because, exactly because this is like a school function like you need some administrator from the school yes. there. like this is the principal or like that assistant principal that we've seen that dude a couple times the guy who's hitting on the spanish teacher sure like have that guy come out and be sure. like all right you know what that's enough you know uh Fashion play shows canceled <laughs> forever, <laughs> but yeah, she's like I finished strong. Yeah, and like like Jen said, like she's giving her all the excuses. There's an allusion to the last time she went to rehab where her fist yes. went through the kitchen table. Oof. Holy yeah. shit! I need that flashback soon. <laughs> I love the name of the rehab place. Too. It's like, Mom, you need to go back to Timber Mills. <laughs> <laughs> That's like they put you down, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's what happens if you don't complete the program in the allotted time that it's supposed to be. They kill you. <laughs> so, you know, blah, blah, blah. They, uh, You know, Jackie leaves. Kelly comes home. And Jackie is now preparing to go to Timber Mills because, you know, she's seen this. You know, and it's it's a good episode of, like, you know, that this has the, that arc. It's nice that they don't drag this out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of am glad that we're she's going yep. to rehab at the yep. end here. Um. The next morning, they're getting ready for it. Uh, Brenda wakes up Brandon, and she's like, Brandon, I'm such an idiot. And he's like, yeah, Brandon, you kind of are. Well, not only does she wake him up, but then she crawls into his bed. That's how how the last, like, four episodes have ended, honestly. Like, I, I need them to ditch this idea of, like, every, like, third act has to wrap up with like the last two minutes of the episode is the two of them chatting in bed. <laughs> exactly. It's not the fucking, it's not the end of the Brady Bunch. This is not the, the parents. You know what I mean? Like the kids, yep. separate bedrooms, please. So many shows just like act like blood doesn't exist. This show pretends that morning wood doesn't exist. <laughs> Thank you. It's a teenage boy. You can't go in there until fucking sunset. Please. Also, the shirt that Shannon Doherty is wearing here was quite confusing. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know where to look on this shirt, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, oh, I was so naive, blah, blah, blah. And, like, we all learn a little lesson. Things are sure are different here in Beverly oh, God. Hills. The lesson Brenda will learn 500 more times before the show is over. Uh, there, is a, there is a good thing that Brandon says to you, though, because she's like, uh, why didn't she tell me? And Brandon's like, Maybe she tried. <laughs> and like, g- clean the shit out of your ears. And Brenda's like, I don't know how I couldn't have known. She's my best friend. Like, you've lived here for, what, four months? Like, chill out. Yeah. That's a great point, Jen. I was like, best friend? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the Larry David best friend. Um, so, whatever. Kelly calls Cindy and is, thanks her for everything. And she's like, you know, you, are, you sure, are, sure are the best mom in the world. And Cindy's like, I know I am. <laughs> There is kind of a great thing, though, where, like, Cindy, she's kind of, like, shit-talking Brenda. I don't remember what exactly she says to Kelly, but I was like, ooh. And Brenda's standing, like, right behind her. (laughs) Yeah, she says to Kelly uh, on the phone, because Kelly calls uh, Cindy Walsh to tell her what a great person she is, I assume. Uh, And Cindy's like, yeah, well, it is the fate of every daughter to not appreciate their mother. (laughs) Goodbye. And then turns around and Brenda's Brenda's sitting right there. Brenda, what are you doing? Uh, so, you know, they, they learn their lesson. They kind of, they hug and then David Silver shows up. They're trying to redeem this character, which is more they do for that Steve Sanders and the racist episode. (laughs) That's exactly right, dude. David Silver has been doing bad shit this whole episode. And it's like, 
it doesn't make up for the creepiness, but at least he's attempting. Like he does do something right right here. He shows up and he's got the tape and like they're going to, they're going to the rehab facility. I guess it's like Saturday morning or whatever. And Kelly's going to drive and he's like, "Hey, you know, I think you'd want you wouldn't want this tape in the video yearbook. Uh, don't worry, I've cloned the good parts." Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the video yearbook, aka my archives. <laughs> Um, she's like, wow. She kisses him on the cheek. She's like, wow, you're a really nice guy. A, he's not. And B, dude, oh man, that's the next five years, man. Yep. And just thinking about that. I was gonna say, yeah. Do they are they they planting the seeds right here? The two of them get together. I, again, I can't, I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny anything about anything going on. Uh, but, Senator, I cannot confirm. <laughs> but like, why couldn't you get? But like, really, for serious, why couldn't you have a scene like this at the end of the other la, the other episode with Steve, with Steve Sanders and the basketball, and like have him just burning his copy of the Turner Diaries? <laughs> exactly. And just be done with it. Well, one thing. Oh, okay, spoiler for this whole show: Steve Sanders never learns anything. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so they're about to drive off into the sunset, and like. You know, it's a, it's a nice ending where David's like, wow, it's a pretty nice day for a drive. And she's like, yeah, it kind of is. Pretty nice day to drive my mom to rehab. <laughs> Bye, David. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more hopeful than that. <laughs> no, it, it, it is. It definitely is. But it is just a hilarious. Because, I mean, it's not David's fault because he doesn't know what they're actually doing. Yeah. But it's just like, yep, sure is. We're off to Timber Hills. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so that's the episode. Um, we want to, I mean, we're going to do all of our plugs and stuff. I, I, I want to thank Jen for being here. Thank you, Jennifer. Yeah, very welcome. Jen. I had yeah. nothing better to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Weird how that works neither, out. Neither yes. did we. Nothing better to do. Woo! Jen, where can people follow you on Twitter? And I know you do a lot of awesome activist work and are part of a, a great organization. You want to tell anybody about that? Absolutely. So you can follow me on Twitter at uh, j.k, which is J A Y D O T K A Y D O T. Uh, and there you'll find some information about the organization I work with, Survived and Punished New York. Uh, we're an organization that works uh, to help free and support criminalized survivors of domestic and gender-based violence. Um, and if you want more information about that, please go to our website, which is survivedandpunishedny.org. And if you click on the mutual aid link, you'll find um, a link to our PayPal, where we're currently collecting money to send um, packages, uh, food, and also money directly to criminalized survivors who are currently being held uh, in Bedford Hills Correctional Facility, uh, where, if you can imagine, the COVID crisis is hitting pretty hard. Uh, so if you got, if anyone out there can help out or wants to know more about our org, please look it up. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like right now, everybody's looking for good organizations to donate to, and I, I, I've already donated quite a bit just because it's, I, I, I've sat in some meetings. It's a really great organization, so I can't uh recommend it enough thank you so much uh so thank you guys uh so on the we hate movies show here uh tomorrow it's it's accidentally wife week um just <laughs> let's not call it that ever again ew really yeah i know wife week. it's like shark week <laughs> uh, uh, i quit <laughs> yeah that's why i wait until the end uh chelsea's gonna be on our uh Pirates of the Caribbean uh, Dead Man's Chest episode. That's, That's a super right. exciting episode. Uh, I think we're dropping some Patreon content, probably an animation damnation on the Jetsons is coming up this week. We got a lot of cool stuff. We just, uh, we have it on patreon.com slash we hate movies. We're going to be dropping some stuff about the ring, an episode, a full episode on the ring. Our, uh, our standard uh, Nexus stuff is coming up. We've also got Don's Plum, a side order of sleaze, a lot of cool <laughs> stuff. And of course, uh, on Thursday we're doing we're going back to Melrose Place, guys. You excited? 
Yeah. I'm always excited yeah. to visit the place, oh, oh. dude. You know me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, sh- I should have said before I did all that. Uh, so before we end, I usually do a parting shots and or are you continue? Are you excited to continue watching this? Uh, Jen, any parting shots or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, I will continue watching this show for the rest of my life. Uh, and <laughs> I love it so very, very much. <laughs> uh, Chris Cabot, anything uh, stray on the episode you didn't get to say? and. Somebody has to witness the uh, criminal life of Jim Walsh and Brandon Walsh. And like, I'm just ready to do it, man. And like, yeah, let's keep this fucking train going. Uh, Eric Siska. Yeah, I'm very excited. This was a great episode. I do want to echo that. Like, if you haven't watched a single one of these, check this one out because it's got a lot going for it, including Caligula Walsh, which is (laughs) the name of Chris Cabin's fucking track on this recording for some reason. Oh, you know the reason. Uh, uh, Andrew Jupin, anything? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it seems like uh, the beef here will continue, uh, as far as I'm concerned, until they figure out just what the fuck they're doing. Because uh, what are we talking about here? Like, Steve Sanders, I don't give a shit. No <laughs> no, Dylan McKay in this episode? Yeah. yeah tragic. Hey, man, does. I could judge this fashion show. <laughs> like, it's just all right there, and I feel like... I think Dylan just... sold her, his mom the coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was a friend of Dylan's, dude. He just allowed both of them to meet in his hotel suite. Um, No, it's amazing that uh, because really my only experience with watching Luke Perry do anything was Luke Perry uh, in the Buffy movie and Luke Perry in, uh, uh, sadly, his last role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood until I started watching this and I never realized how much of a fucking dynamo that dude is. And every time he's not on screen, I am literally like, where's Dylan? I, I want more of this guy. Um, so hopefully that kicks in uh, for next week. But I'm always uh, down to clown with the show. I will say, just to plug uh, later this week, the episode of Melrose Place uh, we're talking about is called Lonely Hearts. You may also in advance want to check this one out because it involves Sandy and a fucking psycho dude breaking into her house. Oh, it's- shit. It is quite something, everybody. I'll just put that out there. Ripped from the headlines. No, uh, <laughs> not really. I don't know why. Uh, so that is our episode of Beverly uh, Melrose 210 for Monday. We're coming back on Thursday, but we got stuff on this feed all week. Please check out Jen on Twitter and Survived and Punished as well. Thank you all for being here. Uh, until next time, I have been Steven Sadak. Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Gabin. Jennifer Carey. Take it easy and remain indoors. That was a HeadGum Podcast.